0: Hey, it's Josh. This one's going to be explicit. In a world where trivia games are played on a podcast, one man reigns supreme and chooses the movie. While the loser must face his... Punishment episode.
1: Oh God!
0: Oh Jesus no! This is punishment spoiler. Teen sex slaves die from getting their wieners and boobies burnt uh-huh. off. This is spoilers punishment. Yay!
2: This is <laughs>
0: spoiler. Welcome to spoilers. We once had one fan say he liked a Punishment movie, so we're a slave to these now, apparently. Uh, With me is, we got kind of a skeleton crew tonight. Pappy, you're recording out of Louisville, Colorado, I believe, but why didn't some other spoiler man show up tonight?
1: Well, I was going to not show up tonight, so I think it's a Punishment episode. You know, those are traditionally pretty skeleton crew episodes. You don't usually get everybody on them, Um, and yeah, it's just... I think the subject matter may have been a slight deterrent as well. In full disclosure, I did not watch this movie. So I'm only going to be able to contribute in that I picked this shit for you. I'm very (laughs) proud of it.
2: Well, it's good that you showed up.
0: I mean, no one else wanted to watch this. Love your use of the word shit. Good, good, Pat.
1: Well, it's going to be kind of cool because like you can tell me about the movie. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people in the audience who haven't seen this. So hopefully I can speak for them and try and ask... Some of the questions that they must be thinking hopefully
0: no one else is watching this movie i mean i'm looking at 15 to 25 years behind prison for watching this thing i think (laughs) Corey, (laughs) kylo (laughs) yes hello you did subject yourself to this even though you didn't have to
2: yeah you know we're doing a podcast on this movie i figured (laughs) i should watch this movie that we're doing a podcast on um I mean, it seems logical to me. I don't know what, what the hell is the big deal.
0: Uh, Pappy, I got this one deep, deep, deep into the trivia episode from 2019. Yes. Uh, do you actually remember that?
1: <laughs> Barely. That was, honestly, I couldn't think of a more clever pick for you. And you're right. It was kind of a lazy pick. It really got under my skin that you said that. But I honestly couldn't like think of another movie at that point. And also, if you listen back to it, I got really lucky on the trivia. Uh, Stevie's uh, wife basically disqualified him in <laughs> <for> the final <laughs> round. And then so I kind of like snuck in a victory there. But I will say this is the movie we always kind of joked about doing. And it's been it's like I, I had this book, 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die. I remember this is like the only like kind of pornographic entry in the book. So I used to like kind of look at it a lot when I was like in junior high. So I didn't know anything about it, but it's always been a movie I've wanted to see. So I'm excited to see if I should see it.
0: That's a good segue into the question I wanted to ask you here. First off, Um, I first saw and heard of this movie just probably like eight or 10 years ago, exploring the dark, deep YouTubes as some people do. Some of the more fucked up clips from this movie uh, makes those highlight reels deep, deep in the YouTubes. But Corey, when's the first time you've heard of this movie and you watched it recently? But did you have any familiarity with it? No, not really. I I heard about this at some point in my life,
2: and I don't remember when or where. It's just something that I've kind of known about, but I didn't really know what it was. I I, I get I got this and. Um, the cannibal holocaust mixed up in my head bro. for a while so oh uh, that's another yeah. deep youtube
0: cut you'll see clips of but
2: that's another josh punishment movie episode
0: i feel <laughs> yeah for some reason <laughs> i get these super messed up scarring for life punishment movies
1: you got this in armageddon what's so bad about armageddon
0: <laughs> yeah bro animal crackers <laughs> they're not really a cracker you know nor are they animals. <laughs> I mean, how Josh,
2: would... I, I I do feel really bad for you. I, I, as from what I know about you, you're like a pretty sensitive guy, and like <laughs> <laughs> this movie is it's fucked up, dude. It's it's well, that.
1: That's what I will say though is like I I, I admit I I wasn't like you know especially tailoring this to you, but on the Bone Tomahawk episode, you bitched and bitched and bitched about how that was like torture porn and like it's not it's not and i do feel like this is the movie that potentially could have bothered you the most like you've kicked this can down the road for like three months now i could tell it really bothered you didn't it josh didn't it josh didn't it josh (laughs) (laughs) it bothers you don't it uh
0: that's an interesting question because i don't think everything from this movie is bad i think there's some societal things to even possibly learn here That we can maybe get in towards the end But just circling back to punishment episodes on spoilers uh, Give me Jack of the Prestige, something like that next time That, that would be cool <laughs> Jack, anyway. yeah,
2: that's a that's a nice punishment episode It's like Robin Williams, he's kind of having fun It's a
0: kind pick But 120 Days of Sodom, let's get into it a little bit It's directed by Pierre Pialo Pas- Pasolini Uh, it's from 1975 so it's an older spoilers movie as well and it is just known for being one of the hardest watches probably in cinema history it's really brutal there's a lot of nudity there's a lot of psychological and physical emotional spiritual damage purposely being done to young people in this uh but we can get to more of the specifics as I'm sure Pappy really wants to in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, It's divided into four parts, which is kind of helpful for our format. So the first one, which you guys heard me struggling with trying to uh, translate this word right before we started, but it's called Ant Inferno. Um, Pappy, maybe had a little bit of an insight into the etymology of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't speak Italian or anything, but I think the ant is traditionally like a precursor, right? Like pre, like antipasta, or... I'm sure there's something else, but...
0: And the word Inferno is fire, so I think this is pretty much saying, like, the time before hell? Before the flame! And Corey, I'll throw this to you, since you did watch it. Uh, what's happening here generally in this Ant Inferno section? Um,
2: look, man, I, I, I don't really fucking know what, what at the beginning, because... All right, I can tell you like in a general sense, right? So they are, um, there are people being abducted, young people, and they're being like sold off or kind of, they're like being picked off. Like they have a big group of them and they say, okay, I want this guy. I want this guy. I want this girl. Basically, that's it. The thing that confused me about the beginning, and I, I know we don't have to cover this kind of shit, but it seemed like some people were being captured, but then were later working for the older people that are perpetrating most of the heinous acts. So that part wasn't super
0: clear to me. Indeed. And I have a little bit of insight on that because if you go to most sites that break down the plot of this, there's a ton of stuff in here that you just don't pick up from at least an English first watch of the film. And so what happens here is generally they want to recruit all these men, young men and women to be sex sex slaves. So nine each, nine women, nine men. And then in addition to that, the four, I don't know, magistrates, the four head bad dudes, they also offer their own daughters up into it. So that's an additional four. And then there's four just straight up guards that they hire from the young people that they abducted slash hired. And then there's four guards that also double as... "Quote studs, cockmongers, or fuckers," (laughs) and they have—they are
2: fuckers after all.
0: Yeah, those four were chosen because they seemed kind of like sadistic and had big dicks, basically. So, did you pick up like any of? I mean, we get the daughters a little bit, and it's hard to tell if they're talking literally or not. There, Corey, but didn't you feel like a lot of that is just? kind of glossed over in a first watch and it just feels like they're abducting people generally i think
2: yeah and and you're so preoccupied with like taking that in because it's pretty and well, it's, the whole thing is very intense so yeah the, the subtleties of that are are mostly lost on for me you know not having seen it before and i don't know how good the subtitles are that i
1: was using when does this take place? Is it the 40s? Is it set in the 70s? Yeah, so
0: interesting thing is this takes place in like 44, 45 in Germany-occupied Italy, German-occupied okay. Italy. So Yeah,
1: I'd always associated this with like Nazism for some reason, but I, I didn't know like if it was actually literally tied as a commentary to that. Or... It
0: is, but it's like a weird backdrop, don't you think, Corey? Because it's mostly just setting up Italy to kind of be decimated and none of the perpetrators nor victims are actually German. Are they?
2: Cause all right. So it's in Italian, the movie, but I feel like, uh, in all or a lot of the cases, the perpetrators of the crimes in the film are 80 yard. And I thought they were maybe speaking a different language and they put Italian over it.
0: Is that not right? Maybe, uh, or maybe like different dialects. I, that's a tough one. I'm not sure, but I don't think any of when the we talk, characters sorry. are supposed to be of German descent. Like, there's no Nazi. It's not like the bad guys are Nazis, is what no, I'm saying. No,
2: they're about. not like explicitly, mm-hmm. like, you know, Gestapo
1: or anything. Yeah, Pap? Didn't we talk about it on Suspiria? Speaking of the ADR, like, in Italian cinema, wouldn't they usually, like, everyone's just kind of talking in their own language and it's just dubbed in whatever language you're going to buy it in? Basically, Is that what you were kind of getting at?
0: I think that's what Corey was getting at. But what I was getting at is, though, even though this is German-occupied territory of Italy, there's no, as far as I'm concerned, there's no German characters. Just the war is kind of the backdrop for the setting. Okay. That's all I'm really saying. Um, But before we go too far and get out of this Ant Inferno section, we do see our first... Um, uncut gems here. Uh, Hung dong, (laughs) Scory. Yes, uh, confirmed.
2: We see some dongs. (laughs) What do you want me to say, man? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who am I supposed to pass to in this pod? Uh, (laughs) That's
1: why it's a punishment episode.
0: (laughs) So, uh, they got this big group of guys and then later a big group of girls, but these four powerful magistrates, they call themselves the president and the emperor and something, something else. Like they have little titles for themselves. Uh, They go and like inspect these group of boys and there's two that I guess they think are attractive or like cute, but just to make sure they have them like pull down their pants and the camera does like A real generous, extended pan down, pan back up. Uh, It's pretty brutal, isn't it, Corey? I mean, they don't cut away. (laughs) Yeah,
2: they—they're just filming some dicks, you know. Just.
1: (laughs) Okay, can I can I ask like a semi-serious question? Uh,
0: Is it about the dicks?
1: Yeah, it is about the dicks. Like, I feel like contemporary dicks that we've seen you know like vigo morgenson's dick in uh captain fantastic i don't i don't know if we've seen any other dicks but it's it's usually uh trimmed or shaved pubic hair you know and it's kind of presented in a certain way do you find josh having done multiple movies with multiple dicks does this take on dicks like the 70s take on dicks is it different
0: I did not anticipate this line of questioning going into this. Uh, The nudity is so frequent in this movie, you stop thinking about it kind of in that way. But just to be graphic here, and you can press skip forward 15 or 30 seconds if you want. But But don't. These dudes have just like regular pubic hair, uncircumcised, just flaccid dongs just that's why they're the uncut gems pat yeah there's, no, there's very
2: yeah. little grooming i think that's just you know a product of its time
0: cool indeed so <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool uh, they do the <laughs> same thing to a group of women so i guess one thing this movie kind of gets right is it's pretty much equal uh disparate like they treat the boys and girls equally bad, I would say, as the movie goes on. Don't you think yeah, that's Yeah,
2: they're, right? they're very fair about it.
0: Okay. In that way. Fair is not necessarily the <laughs> word.
2: But- <laughs> what You know what I mean, goddammit.
0: <laughs> Film-wise, it's fair. Uh, pretty much equal, Dixon... Uh, female stuff too. So, uh, let's move on. Let's get the other to thing. Yeah, the other thing. <laughs> the Circle of Manias this is the second one. Uh, oh, we start really getting into the nitty gritty here. Um, at this point, the nine men and the nine young women are captured, and they're in this isolated kind of castle thing. Uh, one of the most unnerving parts of the movie, Corey, I thought, was when. Uh, one of the bad guys kind of gives a speech to them to introduce them to where they're at. Do you recall any of the details of that?
2: Uh, I remember they have some specific rules laid out. Like, um, like if you do this, we hack off a limb. Uh, if you do this, we kill you. I think the, the last rule, and it's really the only one I remember specifically, is... If they would do any kind of, like, religious acts or, like, practice religion in any way, they're immediately killed. Which, to me, I was thinking, oh, that seems like a good out. Like, that would be my line of thinking if I was captured there. Just start r- quoting the Bible. Just yeah, go after it. <laughs> do, doing some shit. Because, I mean, it's... The, the torture is pretty bad, and I'm sure, you know, death might
0: be more appealing in some cases. It's tough, too, because all these people that they're torturing and subjecting to this are so young. It's like if they could survive this ordeal, they could possibly go on to lead a life, I guess. But um, yeah, there's so much other stuff to get into, because like even when they're being abducted and then talked about here in the beginning stages... Um, one of the kids tries to like jump out of one of the vehicles and gets shot down in a river. And one of the females, um, it very callously, is told in front of like everybody that her mom tried mm-hmm. to stick up for her when she was abducted, and so they like killed her mom and dumped her in a river or something. So that girl is like struggling with that the whole movie, which is pretty tough.
2: Non mai più. Spogliatela
0: immediatamente. No! happy, are you confused at all? The the four guys—they're just four really Dudes. prominent, bureaucratic, rich, powerful guys, right? Okay. And they're old. Are they like?
1: Are they like specific? I cause I I did skim the Wikipedia uh, before, and I did feel bad after I did that because I hadn't done that before I picked the movie. I did it since. Uh, aren't they? Like, representative of, like, different positions of power? Isn't there, like, a religious one and a military guy? Is that, like, a thing?
0: So they call each other uh, the duke, the bishop, the magistrate, and the president.
1: Uh, Like, politics. What's a magistrate?
0: It was unclear. Like, at first, when they are calling one of the guys the president, I was like, oh, he's, like, the president of Italy or some state there or something. But the more I think about it, I think it was just kind of – their messed up way of referring to each other. What do you think about that, Corey?
1: Magistrate is a judge, by the way. Sorry,
0: go ahead, Corey. That makes sense.
2: Yeah, I just thought there were some fucking like rich assholes that gave each other these like really grandiose titles. I mean, I don't think it has a whole lot of significance other than that they're clearly the ones in charge of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, all these younger people, they're taken to this, like you said, this big like castle. So they have this huge like estate... And they really spend most of their time in just a few rooms within it. Like most everything that happens is in uh, what they call the orgy room, which is like just a big room where they tell stories basically. And the whole movie is like intercut with these stories.
0: One of the lines that stuck out to me that I was hoping stuck with you as well, Corey, was when he's giving him that speech over the balcony and he's like, if you do anything religious, we kill you. If you sleep with one another, we like cut off your arm or something there's a couple other ones, but one of the lines he says is like the ridiculous freedoms you were enjoying out in the world are now over. Yeah. Also something like there, this is like going a little further, but something like there's no legal repercussions here. Like you are trapped and you are dead to the world already sort of thing. And, but especially that line about the ridiculous freedoms you've enjoyed are over. <sighs> I don't know. Something was really unnerving about that line. Yeah, I'm with you there, Pappy. I know you didn't see the movie,
1: but what would you, what would you
0: do if someone
1: told you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's interesting. Like I, I've just been reading this book called uh, The Dictator's Handbook, and I've got like a hundred, like 50 pages left, and it's been a really good read. And, and it kind of talks about like how autocrats and Democrats Democrat being like a democratically elected, you know, person behave differently and how their incentives are different. So, I mean, that's kind of interesting to hear in the context of this. Like, is it, I don't want to jump ahead too far to like the lessons and everything, but like when I hear like those, like it's like a judge, a politician, a priest or whatever, like it feels like it's a big metaphor, like for those people fucking over like lower class people. And in the context of, you know, it's 70s Italy. Fascism was just like 30 years ago. It's like fascism in the 80s now when we're like going crazy for stranger things in the 80s now and make a lot of sense. Is mm. that is that like what you see from the movie, Josh? Because it's, like, it's well regarded too as a film.
0: Yeah, I think that's, you know, class warfare and who has the power and how they choose to use said power, I think is pretty clear. But I think that's pretty keen what you picked up on. Like the fact that, they aren't just necessarily grandiose names they are also like they could be the president and the vice president and the emperor but it seems to be more pointed at different facets of power like a politician a politician a judge a priest and a duke which is just kind of like a rich lord or something i think it kind of sums up mainly the type of powerful people that get a lot of power absolute power in our societies right mm. mm-hmm good point Pat. you don't need to watch these movies anymore at all you
1: can just do this from now well that's what i'm i guess sorry another follow-up question too so like obviously got to come to some conclusion on this i didn't want to like interrupt your flow and maybe this is like the point you got to come to but like is that conclusion worth all of the shit you have to get to to get there you know what i mean like
0: I mean, you could just read Animal Farm or something, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean it. You were talking about the orgy room. That sounded interesting.
0: Yeah, that's way more important than the end lessons. Uh, I don't know, Pap. I think that's. I think the fact that even some lists consider this on like a top 100 film of all time that you must see, like, I I guess the proof is in the pudding. There, there must be some sort of. Substance that has been taken away from this over the years.
2: <coughs> Eva, non posso, Eva. Oh, Madonna.
0: Corey, you were mentioning these stories, right? And so the stories, pap and audience are told by whores and madams and older women, and they bring one of the older women in. And they start telling a messed up sexual story from, like, their childhood. And while they're telling the story, the Duke and the Bishop or whoever start getting all, like, fired up and horny. So, like, during the story, they'll, like, grab a guy or a girl's hand and, like, put it on their crotch. Or they'll just, like, randomly start unbuttoning someone's blouse or rape someone in the middle of it. That's kind of just par for the course for the stories. But further, the stories, they introduce kind of the whole section that you're in. It's like they'll tell a story, and then the next kind of set of torture slash orgy style that they do is loosely based on that story. Did you catch that at all, Corey? I did around the time of the circle of shit.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What <laughs> um we're still in the circle of mania, but um we gotta talk
0: about the circle of shit, man. Well let's so- let's stay in mania for just a second. Um one of the things that happens is one of the cockmonger guard guys, he just starts like raping one of the women, like in the middle of a meal or something, and then Do you remember what the president does? I sent a screenshot to the group earlier. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. Um,
2: So, yeah, the president guy, he, like, takes down his pants and he, like, spreads his cheeks and he just, like, starts showing it to everyone. Like, people are having dinner and he, like, taps someone on the shoulder and he's like, check this out. And he, like, bends over, spreads his (laughs) cheeks. They're like, that's pretty cool. He goes on to the next guy. Check this out. (laughs) He, like, taps a few people on the shoulder. And uh, eventually he just kind of like gets down on all fours and is like, someone come take care of me. And someone does.
0: Yeah, it's the same guy that was raping that one, that girl initially. So he just kind of like trades spots with her because I guess he liked what that cockmonger was throwing down or something. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> oh he certainly
2: did. I mean, look, man, I'm sorry to say this, that part was kinda of funny to me. <laughs> not like just the fact that like he just got down there and he's like, fuck me now. I don't know why, man. It was kinda of funny to me. Like it, sometimes when the things are so insane like this, my like natural reaction is to laugh.
1: Now I didn't yeah. laugh a lot in this movie, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a knee slapper.
1: <laughs> uh, well that's what Cor Corey, you made the joke in the group thread that like it's no human centipede. Like what what would distinguish, like, the smut of, like, a human centipede versus this?
2: No, it's no human centipede 2. <laughs> oh, sorry. I stand <laughs> corrected. <laughs> no, human centipede 2 You're is so fucking ridiculous that it's, like, funny all the time almost. Like, it's insane. And it, this is, like, more mixed with tragedy, you know, because this is... Like, I feel bad for these people. And the human centipede, too, I'm just like, this is so insane. I, I couldn't feel bad for anyone. But um, <laughs> I don't know. To, like, you know, there's always that separation of reality, too. It's not that <laughs> this wouldn't be bad if it was actually happening. Of course it would. But, you know, when it's this insane clusterfuck reality movie, that's that's when I start to laugh a little bit. Ah!
0: just to further the possible humor in this part uh the the magistrate duke and bishop uh are all kind of like just nondescript older men but the president for some reason his face is kind of burned into my memory he's got like a slightly crossed eye uh how else would you describe him core <laughs> like weasley
2: weasley creepy as fuck like he's like if you see this dude walking around like y- you don't fucking talk to this guy like no matter what like <laughs> like he comes up and asks you a question you keep fucking walking he's a fucking weirdo dude
0: he stops he pulls up to you at a red light and you just blow that red light <laughs> you get the fuck out of there <laughs> so before we get out of the circle of manias uh we do have our first death uh, one of the young women it's shown that she doesn't know how to hold a penis properly so they start to try to like teach her on this dummy and she basically doesn't do that very well either and is kind of humiliated and they pretty much just cut her throat behind closed doors or something. Did you, did you even catch that that was the same girl, Corey? Because it's kind of hard.
2: I didn't. What I did notice about the girl with the cut throat was that she was like near some religious like uh a table like with like some kind of figure on the wall i but she couldn't have like made that that was already there, right, so I don't know if that's just supposed to be symbolic in some way
0: a little earlier in the movie, they're like I guess unsure if one of the women and one of the men are actually a woman or a man yet instead of like a boy or a girl. So like one of the madams goes down on the girl and one of the guards goes down on the dude until like they both climax and they're like, yup, this is a man. This is a woman. (sighs) I might have to edit that part out. Anyway. (laughs) uh, It happens, I mean. So I guess to the point of it's almost like she wasn't able to perform as a woman so they found her useless and cut her throat. That that's kind of how hmm. what I picked up on. Okay. I could see that. There's all these different like rituals and like sacraments they do or something, but basically one of the females and one of the male slaves, they take them and they do this like mock wedding ceremony. And then they're like, Alright, now you're married, like you need to fornicate now. So like there's this really long take of them on the ground next to each other. And it's almost like the boy and the girl actually are attracted to each other. So they start, like, kind of kissing a little bit. And when it starts to get even, like, a little bit heated, all of a sudden, like, the two of the head guys just, like, go and break them up and rape them. Like, right away. (laughs)
1: Like, each of them? Like, the boy and the girl?
0: Yeah, and not only that, but the guy that's raping the boy, he... Uh, it also, with he has his pants down, so like I think it's actually the president again comes up behind him and starts fucking him. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, man, that's quite the punishment movie.
1: Do you see erect penises in this, or just flaccid and then like humping, suggestive?
0: That's pretty much what it is. Um, okay. You don't see like any penetration and. Like gr- I would thank- assume
1: not, but <laughs>
0: thankfully, a lot of the shots are kind of set far back, almost from the point of view of the people that are perpetrating it or something.
2: Yeah, it's they're they're very far away. They like uh, there's a lot of like scenery in the shots. You know, you could see like the um, the whole room, like when this stuff happens. So it's very like zoomed out or like far away yeah. for the most part. Uh, for the most part, yeah.
1: Is it like an opulent room? That they're in, like, like obvi- I'm not, you know, there's, there's obviously something horrific going on, but is, is it filmed well? Or are there things to, you know, is it look, look pretty, quote unquote? You, know, you know, what I'm trying to say, like,
2: the sets look kind of nice in some scenes, but I, I, w- I was actually wondering if you would mention anything about the editing, Josh.
0: <laughs> that, it's a lot of long takes. Um, it's not like heavily edited feel to it. It does not have that. Uh, what I will say, though, to your question, though, Pappy, is the set in the castle they're in is like legit. Like, I think they really had some sort of large, old, classic building they're shooting in. But I would say the cinematography itself is very average, almost just like uh, there's nothing really to it. Is there, Corey? It's not very cinemagraphic or anything. Nah, it's 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 not, like, super special in that regard.
2: Mm. There were some, like, pretty fucking bad edits, like, where, like, it was, like, cut, and then they, like, kept going, like, in the middle of something. It was weird.
1: That's really disappointing, because, like, I'm, I'm not surprised at the bad edits. Like, we saw that in Suspiria and even Ducky Sucker, but, like, I think what Suspiria, Ducky Sucker... And The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, like one of your favorite movies, Josh, all three spoilers movies, all three Italian movies from about this time, they've all had amazing cinematography. So, I mean, that's kind of a bummer that it's not more... It is. And they
0: all those movies you mentioned, far superior to this one. There's no, Mm -hmm. like, vistas. There's no... Really, there's nothing super beautiful about this movie. Uh, Everything is just kind of, like what you need to see to get the horror across, basically. It doesn't try to jazz it up at all. Uh, just to cl- And just to close out the circle of manias, there's this one other little part where they make all the victims uh, act like dogs and eat this meat off the floor. Uh, one oh, of the dogs God. has to eat this food that has nails in it. They're getting whipped. Four on the floor. I'm
2: Oh manja. manja.
0: <laughs> ah, my God. All right, let's get to the circle of shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Does it literally say that like in the title card, circle of shit? Yes. Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh, Shocking! Before, before we start going through this for <laughs> Pappy's delight here, Corey, why don't you just get a brief, brief overview of what the circle of shit is? All right. So, like a lot of the movie, there's one of
2: the older ladies telling a story, and her past stories have a lot to do with like her being a prostitute and people wanting to eat her shit. So. Hmm. I think that was like her specialty or something. I don't know. She starts telling stories about eating shit. One of the older guys gets really like stoked about it.
0: They love this stuff.
2: Oh, he fuck, dude, they do. <laughs> so, it, what kicks it off is he kind of like walks
0: into the center of the room and takes a shit on the floor. That girl that we talked about earlier, whose mom died when they when she was being abducted. It's all because. She, someone mentions like their mother, and she starts breaking down, and to the point where she's like begging for death, and that's his—that's the duke. His punishment for her was he just pulls down his pants and takes a crap on the floor. <laughs> Pick it up from there, Corey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she is uh, forced to uh, crawl over and eat the turd that he just laid out. <laughs> in the middle of the orgy room. And um
0: <laughs> that I mean that's just the big that's just the beginning part of it. So let's talk about his deuce that's on the floor. Uh, it's a, it's a big one. It looks pretty real too. There's like some Bono li- would be proud. <laughs>
1: I'm so pleased with myself right now with this pick. I'm so happy that you're having to describe his deuce. Corey,
0: did you notice there's also like liquidy like messiness to it? It's not like they just grabbed a turd from like a dog and placed yeah, it. Yeah, the
2: they floor. didn't like get it from like a joke store or anything. Like, <laughs> this is a this is a good looking turd. Um The designer of this turd should be proud.
0: What happens next here, Corey? They all get kind of a break from this defecation eating part and they're served a nice meal, right?
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) they are not served a nice meal. Um, so it's decided at this point, like they're like shit crazy because of this story and like what they just saw. So, uh, They have like a big dinner, but it's all shit. So they bring out these trays and they give everyone like little plates and each person gets shit. And this is like, including the people that are running the show here, they're just like happily eating shit. And uh, yeah, there's a, I mean, from here on out, even in like the circle of blood, I'm pretty sure there's just tons of shit eating throughout the movie. Like that seems to be the, that'll be the thing I remember most about this movie there's a lot of people eating poop, some doing so more happily than others.
0: The four men in power are eating poop. The four madams that they bring in to tell the stories are eating poop. The guards are eating. Like, <laughs> where does cinema even go from this? <laughs> <laughs> Downhill. <laughs>
1: Sorry, whose poop was it? Is that made clear? Yeah, like, who- it is.
0: Before they serve this meal one of the head guys goes through all the bunks and he collects all the chamber pots from all the slaves
1: oh. and
0: makes no he's just making sure they're empty because he's they're not allowing anyone to go to the bathroom until later that night. Oh. Right.
1: I almost gagged. That's pretty gross.
0: We'll just wait. Right after this happens, they're just like really obsessed with poop. And the anus and the buttocks, so they do a search for which of their slaves has the best ass. I guess. Um, I'm sorry, I got to keep ta- passing it to you, Corey. But will you do this? <laughs> do me the honors on this one?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like ceremonial. You know, they have arranged everyone in a, a dark room to be huddled together and bent over on the ground so that the uh people in charge can examine each ass individually and determine which ass is the most superior because during this whole part the woman telling the story is uh, supposed to have like the best ass ever so th- yeah that inspires them to just see who has the nicest butt they check him out they do p- they, de- they declare a victor and the the plan was Whoever wins, like whoever has the best ass, we're gonna kill him.
0: What? Immediately. Yeah. This is one of the scenes where, I f- for some reason, like my suspension of disbelief in the movie, I was able to pull out, and I was just thinking about all these like poor young people. Even in the like, yeah, in the fiction, they're being tortured, but even in real life, they're like. In this dark room, all huddled together with their asses up, with a guy with a flashlight going around, showing four grown men everyone's ass? Like, that's pretty messed up.
1: Like, is it the anus or, like, the shape of the ass? Like,
2: Well, they... It's all things, like, regarding the buttocks. So, like you know they're talking about it and they're 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 covering each topic related to that and saying like well you got to like take these things into consideration
0: like the hips and the flexibility the muscle if it's a boy or a girl oh. they talk about if it's a boy or a girl and who generally has better butts between boys and girls and kind of one of the unnerving parts too is like with so much craziness going around the the duke bishop magistrate and Whatever the other guy is, they they're always talking so casually and like matter of fact about everything, like making little jokes and like puns with each other. Like this is just another day at the office or something. Uh, Yeah. Did you catch that, Corey? (laughs) Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just they really seem real, and it's really messed up, but. Uh, They they find the most beautiful butt. It's a dude named Franco. And they pick him up, and they shove a pistol into his forehead and pull the trigger. And it's actually a blank. And there's this line that's something like, uh, we can only kill you once, but we can sodomize you thousands of times or something. So that that section ends on a real positive note and then we get into the circle of blood
1: it's the circle of blood <laughs> hey uh how are the title cards in this i'm picturing like a very dramatic title card with like dark organ music accompanying it or is it just just those words circle of blood
0: it's gray i don't remember if there's any music It's actually kind of... It comes across kind of light, actually. It's not like a big, heavy, like, and now you're entering the circle of blood. It's Uh. more like newspaper-y or something. It's Mm. pretty chill. (laughs) (laughs) So the circle of blood. Um, The four men of power dress themselves up as ladies, and they have another mock wedding where they marry the cockmonger dudes. This is like one of the most confusing scenes because it's really hard to understand like what they're getting at here or what the fetish is, but um, there's a scene where they're ticked when they first walk in because no one's like smiling and laughing and happy that it's a wedding ceremony. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know, is there more light you can shed on this scene, Corey? I don't know what the fuck's going on here, man. Like,
2: that, like th- th- there's really no explanation. You just gotta piece shit together. They're all dressed like ladies. They walk into the room with the intention of having a ceremony. I guess it's a wedding ceremony. Um, you know, they do that, and they kind of go back to stories pretty quickly. It's, you know, one thing is... Things are just happening here. Like, I...
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just... I've used the word unnerving a few times now, but they're really making a mockery of like wedding ceremonies and religion, and also just of like the sanctity of life of all of the people that are there. That they just kind of kill without regard. Um, so one, I think one of the best scenes actually in this movie comes right after that, and I can't remember what the first guy did, but basically one of the guys of power, I'm reading here, it's the bishop. He goes and he's like doing this check of the bunks or something. So the first guy is doing something pretty inconsequential but they'd probably still punish him severely. So like before they even really ask him anything, he's just like, this girl is hiding a picture under her pillow. And that's like really against the rules. So they go and find her photograph and it's like her boyfriend from back home. So they start taking it away and they're about to like murder her or something and she's like wait these two other girls are having this affair so they go and they see these two girls having sex in a bunk like two of the sex slaves having sex in a bunk so they like go about to kill them and they're like but wait wait this guy is having sex with one of your housemaids right now like one of the guards is that's the bigger sin so they go and see one of the guards they had hired is sneaking behind their backs and messing around with their like housemaid person, and well, the the guys running the show just fucking gun him down. Um, he gets
2: caught in the act. They all like point their guns at him. He says something to like make him hesitate. I don't remember what,
0: but he does a fist. He throws a fist in the air. Yeah, what what is that about?
2: Oh, it's a socialist,
0: Bernie bro fist.
2: Oh, shit. He's a Bernie bro. Shoot him.
0: It's kind of like a fascism versus socialism. And that's like, I had to read this later. I didn't know what he was doing at the time either. But he's like, yay, socialism. Like, I stand for the cause. And they kind of hesitate. And, Corey, I thought that maybe they would not have the nerve to actually kill someone with guns. But they just blow them away, kind of Pulp Fiction style here.
2: Yeah, they do. I guess they're like... They feel so betrayed or whatever. And they kill the servant person
0: as well. It's pretty sad. Uh, They teased her at the beginning of the movie. Like they had kind of this extended shot where you see her and that guard kind of look at each other. And what I thought was going to come to fruition from that was that she and that guard were going to help the victims somehow. And they had some sort of, Morality to them (laughs) But no They just wanted to have sex I guess Um, (laughs) Here we get to the last scene Which I think a lot of the imagery That you see If you like look up this movie and google it Which I wouldn't suggest doing You'll see a lot of the scenes from this Yeah, um, Including the cover Of the movie which is like that Kid being held down and his like Tongue is being pulled Pappy, I know you haven't seen this movie, but as far as torture itself goes, were there some things you were expecting to hear or see from us?
1: Uh, I mean, you talked about the poop eating. Uh, that's about all I can think of. Um, is he being force-fed poop? Is that what's happening in that?
0: No, they're just pulling on his tongue, bro. Uh, oh. <laughs> So, for some reason, out of the sex slaves, they choose most of them, leaving a handful, I guess, to survive for at least a little longer. But like nine or ten of them get sent out to the yard, and the short of it is, is they're out there to be executed one by one. Uh, huh. Corey, can you help me go through a list? I, I teased two of them in the spoiler at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, one ah. of the women is literally killed because her breasts are burned. Another is killed because they burn his dick. Can, you got some other highlights? Um, yeah, uh, they scalp
2: someone. Uh, they, oh. Some of these effects look pretty good, actually. Uh, well, some better than others. So the scalping looks quite good, I'd say, as far as like, um, you know, movie effects go. It, it looks pretty brutal. Like You see him take the knife to his head, and you see it starting to get pulled back. Um, The way they burn the guy's dick Is like I think they like light a candle And then they put it like They hold out his dick and they put the candle like right under it uh, That's a pretty good
0: one uh, Did you know he died from that? Because like If you look up the plot of this movie His death is actually cited As being because of that
1: Specifically Burnt dick to <laughs> death? Same with the burnt boobies Huh did you develop like a relationship with like no these two okay they're just like faceless people kind of do you kind
0: of recognize them I guess but would you agree Corey it's not like you know the plight there's the one girl whose mom died and that's like the only one that probably I know like a little slice of her life even yeah you don't really know anything
2: about the victims Uh, another guy gets his eye cut out
0: that one's rough
2: yeah If if you have any kind of, like, phobia of, like, something touching your eye, that's probably, like, the worst thing ever.
0: So the guy with the tongue, uh, they just pull it out and then cut it off. Uh, One of the ones that I actually hated the most was the hanging. They, like, rape this girl and just, like, very casually hang her from a noose. All while this is happening... It's kind of unclear, but it's like one or two of the head honcho guys are down there actually committing these acts, while another two or three of them, I'm not exactly sure what the numbers are, are like up in the castle watching it from binoculars. Like,
2: I got the idea that they were like rotating each other out, sort of. Okay. Like where one could watch and the others could partake, and then one would go back and watch, and uh, one from before would join in, I think. But like I said, I mean, I I really wasn't trying to put pieces together while watching this a whole lot. Yeah.
0: Uh, Apparently, one of the deaths that was either a lost or deleted scene was like an electric chair scene. How they killed one of these people, but uh, they pretty much kill them in all the ways, all the bad ways. Uh, That's pretty much the end of the movie. There's one quick scene that closes us out, and if I'm gonna give this movie any credit. It's probably a scene like this that actually is kind of poignant. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Corey?
2: Uh, yeah, the woman that was been playing the piano the whole time.
0: Uh, no, but go ahead and play that out as well.
2: While all this shit is going down with like the torture and killings here at the very end, um, one of the older women that has really only been there to play piano while these things happen, I think she sees what they're doing down there and she kills herself. She jumps out a window. I, I don't know if it's because of what she saw. It's got to be. I, I mean, but she's seen some shit, right?
1: It's like I eyes mean, wide shut, kind of.
0: I think she knew it was really messed up, and then she found out like in one fell swoop just how deep it went, and she couldn't handle it. <laughs> What I was talking about, though, Corey, is actually the very, very end scene. And the oh. movie ends with two guards just kind of hanging out in a room adjacent to where one of these, I think it's like the Duke is watching out with binoculars. And two of the guards are just like chilling in there. And they turn on a the radio. They kind of chat. They're like, hey, we don't really know how to dance. Let's teach each other. And one of them asks the other one, hey, what was your girlfriend's name again? And, she, and he was like, oh, her name's Ambrosia or something. And that's the end of the movie. So it's like... You are talking about lessons, Pap. And we haven't really talked about this as we went through the plot. Because the plot is just filled with horror after horror. But I think one of the biggest moral takeaways and questions that this movie leaves me with is the whole situation of the guards and kind of like following orders and... For all sakes and purposes, nothing really separates the eight guards from like the eight male sex slaves, except for the fact that they are appointed as such by the men in power. Did you catch that at all, Corey? Is that something that is playing out in your mind or is it just were you just blinded by the pornography, basically? <laughs> Look, I was very taken aback during a lot of this, so you have to
2: forgive me. Uh, I can definitely see that point. I think they were trying to make uh, another point, or maybe even the same point at at the start. I th- I think the first line of the movie is, "All is good if it's excessive." Like that. That was the first note. One of the only notes I took. <laughs> I stopped <laughs> because I was like, "Oh, they're trying to say something here." Because that's the first
0: line, and I have an idea of what this is. One of the things that's damn near impossible to catch on a first watch is that. Uh, do you remember that scene where one of the guys calls them all queers and then points his gun at him and kind of makes a fun like a fake gun noise like while the men of power are out of the room? Do you remember yeah. that, Corey? Yeah. So that that guy was actually one of the sex slaves, and because he was like developing a relationship with one of the men of power. He was like upgraded after the one dude was killed for having sex with the handmade woman. So like one of the sex slaves actually becomes one of the guards during the course of the film. Hmm. And I don't know, just thinking about how quickly he went from victim to like a joyful proprietor of the death and destruction It's pretty crazy. Um, And
2: it's the case for some of the older women as well. I mean, you get the idea that they were uh, child prostitutes, essentially. And this is kind of where it has led them in a way. I mean, not that it's any kind of redemption
0: for them, but... Pap, what are your philosophical thoughts on, you know, just following orders? And what do you do when you are that middle person?
1: Yeah, and it, it's you know that's a really interesting question for the film to pose. I I tend to have sympathy for people who are put in a position where it's follow orders or die. I I think that's that's it's easy to throw stones at someone in that position if you've never been in it, uh, and think hopefully no one listening to this podcast ever will. I guess I I, I do kind of come back to though, as you're working through all these like existential and philosophical questions could you two watched it could we have arrived to having the same kind of high level interesting discussion like you talked about fascism you've talked about you know nazism you know arguably like who are do we blame the ss officers we blame hitler who's to blame like a lot of interesting questions but could we have arrived there without the level of depravity that's actually shown on screen or is that essential do you think to get to to for the film to convey its point
0: i think it was essential for it to convey it over a long period of time because i think without that this movie would be just buried under the rug of history um, i don't know if the, ju- the ends justify the means there but it seems like the pornographic nature of this film is like kind of kept it hovering just below the like public subconscious or something. I don't know. I, I don't want to say too many good things about it because I would never watch this movie voluntarily and it's really tough. But I will say that there's probably a certain sect of people that need to be shown how horrible it can really be. Um, you can, I mean, we even in modern day and age, there's still... We hear about human trafficking and some really horrible things like that, but but it's really just like statistics and turns of phrase. This movie is brutal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess, but like, and I'm not trying to like pick on what you said about bone, bone Tomahawk, but I mean, it sounds like what you just said was, Part of the reason this movie is still able to deliver its message is that it stayed in the subconscious because it's so graphic. But does the graphic nature serve the lesson, or, or are you just saying it's like more ultimately like like the reason I picked this is because it's like so notoriously shocking. Does that actually add to what the film's trying to say, or is it is that just like a byproduct of it still being around? You know what I mean.
2: I think it adds. To some degree but I mean I think what you're really asking is like is it necessary? Yeah. Like the poop eating?
1: (laughs) Yeah exactly what is the what is the like when we talk about the judge and the magistrate or whatever like that you know I can see a metaphorical line being drawn there. I don't know what poop eating has to do with anything. I'm sure there's
2: another way to give this message I I'm sure this message has been given in
0: other ways Um, I think some people are kind of just obsessed with Looking as deep into the abyss as possible and like looking as in as deep as he can into how evil people can be. Uh, I think there's some merit to doing that and just to know how low humans can go and where our natures can take us, I guess. But, Josh
1: likes torture porn. No, he but you said it. To your, <laughs> to your point, Pappy. It's official.
0: I, I don't think it's all necessary, and ultimately, something I didn't really bring up earlier, which I was thinking about, um, it's almost like the director paid a huge price for this. He died, he was murdered, actually, before this movie even came out, and the way he was murdered was pretty terrible. It, it seemed, They're not sure all the details, but it seems like his genitals were crushed with a crowbar- he what? was he was burnt and then run over by some like a car several times and beaten or something and that's what the fuck. Yep.
1: In response to this film, is that?
0: No, he was just really politically active and made a
1: lot of enemies. Uh, was he a socialist? Is that like? Is it? It sounded like there was like advocating for.
0: Yeah, but I think he is just a little more complicated than just like straight socialists I think he kind of went back and forth a little bit. Um, there's a lot of references to like Dante and Nietzsche and other like books that are famous for like tackling morality. So like he's clearly like trying to do something with morality. Uh, I don't know. Corey, do you have anything else to say about, like, the merit of porn and film here? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll say this, man. Bone Tomahawk, not a torture oh. porn movie.
0: <laughs> Back to, to bone again.
2: Solo, or the 120 Days of Solemn, uh, it is a torture porn movie, man, to the fullest extent.
0: <laughs> and- <laughs> but at least it does have something to say. What does Bone Tomahawk have to say that a <laughs> fake group of fake Native Americans
1: Old dude? Chicory
2: Old Chicory's look, a good guy? Listen to me. Native Americans are real, all right?
0: Not <laughs> I, I Trogdolites. Sure. <laughs> Not these fake ass delights. with that was fake. Alright, look, they may have been fake. It's still a good movie, isn't it? <laughs> I gave it a no just doesn't seem to have enough to say for having so much torture porn.
2: Well, I'm glad that we could bring something to the table that does have something to say like this. We should do this more often.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, fan who requested uh, punishment episodes. You know, that
0: fan liked the punishment episode of Jack.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think they wanted more like 90s Robin Williams movies like Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: (laughs) careful what you ask for, Druid King. Uh, That's his Instagram name. That is the end of the movie though, and I think enough of a deep dive into the theories and theology that goes behind it, but Corey, you watched the movie. Would you give it a yes or a no?
2: Any movie where people eat this much poop gets a no. (laughs) <laughs> Any movie, not just this one. It's not specific to this one. It's just, you know, like, when there's a huge bathtub full of poop that oh. they take and they put in little plates and they serve it to people and they're you could see them chewing it.
0: Uh, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like. They boiled <laughs> it, mashed it, and stuck it in a stool. <laughs> uh,
2: oh. So yeah, it's a no
0: on the basis of too much poop. It's a no for me, too. I mean, did you like the South Park where they're pooping out of their mouth, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no- that episode also gets a no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no for me. I, it's not even close to a yes. I, I think right now, like with the Jeffrey Epstein stuff and a lot of the things that surround that think maybe a movie like this can really drive home to a lot of people that uh, power being taken to that extreme is pretty much the worst thing that could possibly happen so we need to avoid it at all costs and I think that's a valuable lesson f- for humans to learn but like dude I'm not gonna recommend my wife see this I'm not gonna recommend anyone I know see this like I just want some random people that maybe need to see something like this see it because they don't realize how bad uh, and how maybe prevalent human trafficking is so I don't know Pappy that's my punishment movie 120 days of Sodom it felt like this pod has lasted 120 days have I done enough for you
1: now? I think your punishment is sufficiently uh, paid do you want me to just play us off here uh I can. Yeah, can you play
0: this. us off, and also maybe, what else do we have coming down the pipe here that's not so horrible?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, this is going to be the first of three punishment movies coming out soon. March is the mo- the month of punishment. Spoilers. Uh, Mikey has two more to pay. Uh, another movie that features Dong, apparently Antichrist, uh, which Stevie picked for him uh, from the Lord of the Rings specials, and then uh, Mikey also has to do. Uh, the Last Airbender, I think it's called, that I picked from from the Oscar special. So uh, look for those coming. And I would just like to end the pod by saying that I now hold both belts, the trivia belt and the Oscars pick'em belt. Uh, I'm the only person to hold both belts, and I've done it twice now, so I think that should speak for itself. Uh, everyone's really impressed. Okay. Josh, can I ask you a quick
2: question? Please do. Who is the Jesus character?
1: <laughs> the Poop. <laughs>
0: That was spoilers. It was
1: born, then it was pooped again. The second coming of poop.
0: Our Instagram is Podcast Spoilers. It's lit. I
1: was going to be shocked.
2: Yeah, but before that it was uh, Corey Matthews, and then Eminem's first album came out, and then it was Corey Marshall Mathers.
0: <laughs> it could be worse, man. It's not so bad. Corey Matthews is a cool guy. Corey on the of stone. Pretty good at that.
2: All right, on go. Three, two, one, go.
0: Wait, did something just happen? Uh Yeah, I said go. Should I do it again? Yeah, start over. Someone clicked like 19 times. All right, I'm going to
2: stop my thing. All right, I'll count us down again on go.
0: You ready, Pat? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Three,
0: two, one, go. Teen sex slaves die from getting their wieners and boobies burnt off. This oh. is Spoiler's punishment. Ugh. Oh. Yay! That was Punishment
2: Spoilers.